podcast with Mo. What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo and it is a podcast. And this week we are joined by Snappy and then by Curtis. And we talk about the definition of dope and Fortnite shit and Nunchuck Bill and how cool rants are and birthday cards and George Bush and video games and friends on Netflix and Hulu, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Um, fast food shit, cops, uh, sesame seeds, McDonald's, milk, NFL MVP, funerals. Um, I ask you all to harass powwow, so please don't forget that. Uh, family drama, drinking, or I'm sorry, donkey races, I can't read. Um, rattlesnake hunt, noodling, Oklahoma City Thunder, memes, and then we finish it off with the top five favorite sci-fi movies. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast. All right, and we are joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. I think it's the best one yet. I can just go with hello, hello. All it's right. Better. Especially compared to last week's Vietnam one. Man, I've been thinking about that one all week. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, because I was when I was mixing, I was like, oh, man, that didn't didn't come off as good as it, I thought it, it was when we were doing it. But, yeah. Um, first thing I got to say is people should go fucking check out our Twitter, podcast underscore mo. Um, and our Facebook page at a podcast with Mo and people should become a fucking Patreon at a patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. And you can join snappy, my mother, Travis Haynes as our three patrons that I shout out every week. So I had to get it out. You should go check that out. I have been uh, sharing a little bit. I did a few weeks where I didn't share that much. Right. It seemed like the listens were down, but I know we've gotten a couple, a couple right. extra family. They're finally giving in and listening to us. I think this is what's happened. We had over 100 listens on every episode up until I put my mixtape on one. And then had over 100 as well, but then people were like, fuck this. And then they just dropped off after that. So I just think the mixtape was a bad idea. Maybe well, not. Maybe uh, uh, well, a you, coincidence. We don't know unless we try. Right. Um, but the next week after that, you weren't on. So maybe it was just people didn't hear you that week and they were like, well, fuck it, I'm done. And they didn't know you came back, you know. Um, or I like to think people are just behind. Who knows? I know our cousin Birdman's been listening. Yeah, uh, our cousin Shad um, has been messaging me and he has also listened, but I don't think he's caught up well, to date yet. Birdman wanted to point out a correction, even though he needs to go to our email, which is at the break. Yes. If you want to be mentioned on the podcast, but I'll do it this week since he did reach out. Right. He said that we are answer correct in calling marijuana dope. Right. So he is on the pro marijuana is called dope. I think, and you have looked up some definitions if you want to bring them up, but there's one you brought up that I think we both agree is the accurate definition. Dope is marijuana to people who haven't. Who haven't done drugs. Who haven't done drugs. Right. Like. I think of dope as anything man-made because I remember being like in Warwick, Oklahoma and people selling what they were calling bathtub dope or a.k.a. cat piss because it smelled like cat piss. And then that and meth and amphetamines and all that shit was like they just everyone called that dope. And a lot of people call heroin dope. 
but you just no one called pot dope. Right. I don't know. Birdman, I, I, I'd be willing to bet if you was to walk around Colorado right now and try to score some dope, I guarantee you, you do not get marijuana. Right. Now, if I you would, walk up on the street and say, hey, man, can I get some dope? I guarantee you, you come away with nothing green. Sure. I would agree. I would agree. Now, I went to Denver uh, on my honeymoon and we went by this park and there are just so many homeless drug addicts. Like, I just don't want to say like, I'm normally all like liberal, like just legalize the drugs, right? And especially the pot. But that was a scenario of like all these kids move there thinking like, well, hey, I could smoke pot. But they didn't think like I need a job or a place to live. And now they're all like doing way harder drugs. You can just tell looking at them and they're homeless in a park. And it was like, well, that was definitely a negative side effect. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway. Well, this best definition I've seen, the one that explains it, it is from the Urban Dictionary. So take it however you want to. Right. It said old people definition marijuana. Southern definition is meth. Northern definition is heroin. Dope can also mean awesome. Yeah. I use it as awesome. Most of the time, like almost every day, I'm on the Reddit making hip hop uh, threads discussing beats and raps and shit, right? And give people feedback. And dope is my most used word. I'm sure people think I'm not cool because I'm like, this fucking dope. I say that all the time to everybody. So um, that's how I use it. So to me, dope is a good thing. So right. I guess eh, different strokes for different folks. I was just checking the emails. Um, still no emails. So anyone, please write in again at the break. We'll I feel like email. we're getting private messages. You get some on your side. I get some on mine. Yeah. So let's just go ahead and uh, y'all uh, do it on this email, and then that would make it more legit. I agree. I agree. I think that is way more fun. And again, I just, it'll be great. So I listen to a lot of podcasts, so this is super random. But like Conan O'Brien, I've mentioned he has a new podcast. I actually finally listened to it because he is one of my favorite people on earth. The very first episode with Will Ferrell is maybe one of the funniest things ever. Like, they're just so fucking funny, like, just talking, right? And then he has uh, Kristen, Kirsten Bell, um, and she's pretty good. You know, she's a good attitude. And then he has Bill Burr on the third episode. Bill Burr's fucking funny as shit, right? And he's all going off about feminists and shit. And it's just good. And then at the end of the show, he just has people calling in with questions. And he's Conan O'Brien, so of course he gets people. But that's the best part. The best part is when they ask him a random question and then he has to just fucking improv it and answer. You know, he hasn't thought about it, which a lot of the stuff we bring up are things of like all week I'm like, oh, I guess I have this kind of thought here or whatever. And then it comes off kind of weird sometimes in the podcast. So it's just better if people ask us questions what I'm yeah. getting at. Well, eventually we'll get up to at least, you know, hopefully two episodes a week and yeah. then figure out a way where we could take calls. I honestly have a... I have this idea right now, and I'm not going to bring it up the whole okay. plan because I don't know if I'm ever going to do it. But I have this idea of like a spinoff. I could pull off another episode with very with less effort than this takes, but still have something. So I have this idea, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. It involves some music shit because I, I do a lot of music shit lately. Right. So I'm like, I feel like I could use that. But anyway, um, first thing I wanted to bring up was, did you see that? People are suing the game Fortnite over their dances. I did not think it's. I think they should. I want to say it's not because I'm against Fortnite. I think it's a fun game, very fun. Uh, but they do make a lot of money selling these dances. So like this guy named Millie Rock, I believe was his name. Uh, he invented, I guess, the dance that they call on Fortnite the swipe it. I don't know exactly what the dance is. I haven't played Fortnite in a couple Just months. Just swipe it. And so I'm sure it's something like this, right? Some dance. And all he's saying is, well, y'all are selling that motherfucker for $3.99 a pop. And kids are buying it. I just want my cut. 
Like, he's not even saying he hates Fortnite. He's not mad at anybody. He's just like, that's my dance, so I should get money. Maybe we should come up with a better word of uh, suing. Because if you're suing, you're, like, going all after everything their own, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, I mean, if you're just trying to get well, right your now, cut, people, maybe, like, a mediation or something. Right, well, people are having to sue to force people into settlements now, you, or whatever. Now, if you're making money off someone else's idea, yes, they should deserve their cut. Right. But to, like, just straight up sue people because... You're using my dance move. If they wasn't making any money, I would disagree. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I know the guy from Scrubs. Uh, couldn't remember his name last week. Can't remember it this week. He's also mentioned maybe doing it because they stole one of the dances is a move that that guy improved on the spot on Scrubs. I mean, you so, know how many times I've stole the truffle shuffle over the years? That's true. Maybe and maybe that's another argument. But you aren't making money off of it. No, nah, but I made some good laughs. Yeah, but you're not making money. That's all I'm even cares about. But if you were making money doing the truffle shuffle at places, someone could see you. Man, I could. That's why my goal is to, if, as long as I never make money off my music, I can steal anything I want. Right. Theoretically, like sampling and shit. So, anyway. Um, Dude. Oh, I asked you last week to look up something, and I'm just curious if you did, about the Utah Man, I did not. List. I thought about it often, and I just didn't. I didn't pull the trigger. Well, Rusty, I don't know if you still listen. Um, I'm, I'm assuming so. You're in Utah. Maybe you'll know about it. Uh, let us know. It was something more or less the extent Utah voted to like make pot medically legal, and the people who are on whatever board in the state of Utah has gutted a lot of the laws to where like edibles aren't allowed and stuff like that. Right. So it's to me, it's more of a case of the government, you know, elected officials doing things against the will of the people when they went out and voted. And that's the issue, like, we're regardless running, of anything. We're running into the same thing in Oklahoma. Right. We had a very similar issue here, and they had to fucking get emails that blackmailed people and shit. Like, they had to get all this crazy shit to happen before someone admitted that. Um, so I'm not saying I don't believe it. I do think that totally has happened. I just – I thought it was a story you would be interested in. So I was like, I, oh, I, I was, it but it was just a weird week. Right. <laughs> I my brother come down sick as well, so I guess he's getting a pick on. So. Oh yeah, what's going on with your oldest brother? Uh, he got an infection. Nunchuck in, Bill is what I call Nunchuck him. Nunchuck Bill, yeah. yeah. He got an infection in his knee, and apparently it's worse than the infection I had in my foot. Oh man! So they still can't pinpoint where it's coming from. Right. At least that yours. They knew where it was at. Cause there was a huge gash on your foot. Right. Um. So does he have any like wounds or anything? Like, they have, like, no idea? Well, they went in and cleaned it out, but he's still testing like it's still in his system, so they uh-huh. don't know where it's at. And he had open-heart surgery when he was two. So, yeah, I had no idea about that either. I mean, of course, why would I? I wasn't alive. I mean, but. I wasn't even alive either, but, I mean, I just know <laughs> right. he had open-heart surgery. I never went into all the details. But, right. And so they're having to do all these extra heart precautions. So stick in there, Big Bill. Yeah, um... All right, one thing I want to rant about, because I like, I think rants are the best part of a podcast, personally. I was kind of explaining this to you off air maybe a week or two ago of like, I don't think arguments are fun, but rants are great. You can disagree with the rant. I think arguments are fine if they're natural or whatever, but rants are the best. I think we should all start a movement to end cards, like birthday cards or Christmas cards. And I had this thought last night because... My nephew turned four, and so we had to go to his birthday. And my wife was like, oh, shit, I forgot a card. Let's run on the, I have to run the store and get a card. And I was thinking, like, and I do this all the time, too, for my mom, my dad, my wife, everybody, you know. And you're always like, I better go spend 5 to $6 on this fucking piece of cardboard that they're going to literally throw away tomorrow 
Now, some people, I get it. They're sentimental and they do care. Me, for if anyone's hearing this, you can never get me a card for anything ever again. Just don't waste your money because I will just throw it away instantly. Like, I just, I don't know. I just think it's, I think it's a big fucking scam and they've gotten us. Christmas cards we'll put in a tree. Uh, It's like decoration. Yeah, we have a huge tree, you know, Christmas cards for that year. Right. We'll put up in a tree. We'll see in Christmas cards. I guess if it like the way my wife does it, she buys like a fuckload, right? Like they're all the same one. And then you like go off and you send them out to people and you sign them and shit. That makes more sense because you're doing like all these families. But when it's like, here's a card with your gift. I've never, those are always, I don't do the birthday cards. And usually if it's my niece or nephew, if it ain't really something they want, but here's 20 bucks. And they're like, I'm the cool uncle. Right. Yeah, they they don't want that fucking card. I think it's the way to do it. I just think we spend too much money on cards. I just, some of just think people should think about. That's Unless all. it's one of them prank cards where you open it up and, like, you know, combust a fart or something. I would fucking well, laugh. It's almost impossible for me to buy my parents a card, especially my dad, that's not funny. Cause, and I want funny cards. Like, if you're going to give me one, it better be fucking funny. I don't want no fucking sappy-ass fucking card. And, like, that's not at all my shit. So, I don't know. It's I just want to say, if everyone's down or who, if people are down, you know, let me know. I think we should end this fucking Hallmark bullshit. Yeah, I'm not big into cards. Hey, I did figure out why you got your neck cramps a couple episodes ago or last episode. Why was that? It's because you was talking about how you just sat here out of the blue. You never dab, and you did like 20 dabs in a row. And it could be, right. And then uh, the next day, you had a neck cramp. I don't know if it was necessarily the next day, but right. I did have a kink. And I think a kink in the neck is different than a neck cramp. Yeah, but anything that like. I mean, you have a big head, dude. I have a big head, but you have a you right, know, has enormous large. head. So if you're Very dabbing, large. but but my I neck's mean, short, so like, it's not like I have a long neck and a big head. That would be way different. I mean, at least you ain't got a wide neck. I mean, I used to have a wider neck. I mean, Take I out and ate that dude on the internet. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I don't find it that funny. Like, I guess it's stupid funny. It's kind of like, like not it's kinda, even that. It's like, kind of like Will Ferrell on Saturday Night Live to me. And Curtis is going to be on here this, and he'll be perfect one because he loves the meme culture as well. I just don't like. It just hasn't been funny. Like for the very first time I read the comments, I was like, "Oh, clever." Since that first afternoon, I've been like, "All right, it's kind of old." Well, like I'm him over and this. this skinny neck dude tried to do a skit, and I shared it. But I know I watched really, it until they it, each said one word, and I was like, "Holy shit!" This I can't is the even worst understand the wide neck dude. It's really bad. Yeah, so I don't know. I just don't support that at all. I mean, if we're gonna get people famous and get them money, let's do people like uh, our podcast and not dumb fucks. I mean, the fucking wide neck guy got arrested for meth or some shit. So I don't think giving him money was is smart, but. Right. It, it is the world. I understand I can't argue it. I'm just saying I don't find I it funny. I think I laughed at it because it was next, kind of like the they use ask me a question. Right. And this is we kind of on point. I did have a question. I didn't write it down or anything. But you, like, really enjoy trolling people for whatever reason online. And I've been trying to understand it because you're on the podcast. And I don't. I just don't get it. So, like, you'll make a comment, like, to Chris Chick of, like, this is the least amount you've ever wrote. And, like, he's fully admitted he writes long posts or whatever, but I just don't understand what you try to accomplish by just making fun of random people you don't know. I'm just trying to comment, get some feedback, you know, since we're both on the podcast. I'm trying to get a little interaction, maybe a little podcast uh, chatter. I guess. I don't know. I was just like, oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. But, <laughs> hell, man, I mean, it's my way. I'm trying to get to know people, man. And 
You're like, but apparently your friends get all butt hurt, and they just don't even comment. But so. it's not even my friends; it's just the world. The world doesn't. I got my own sense of humor, man. It's kind of out there. There's no more like pulling people's hair to show them you're interested anymore. That's just not how the world works. It's cold outside. Yeah, I know when you brought up this, it's cold outside. I haven't paid attention much. I understand the Christmas song. That's not a Christmas song, according to my wife. I could bring her in here because she knows way more about musicals and Christmas music than anyone I know. And she's like, it's on a film or Christmas movie. It's from this other movie, and it is a good song. And I remember her showing me the song years ago because I don't care anything about musicals or anything like that. And I remember hearing it and thinking to myself, like, fuck, the dude's a little rapey, right? Like, I had that thought of, like, he's just a creep, right? And I don't think that means the song should be banned. But then this year, for whatever reason, is the year that people are like, enough, no more playing that song. But here's all the rap songs that tell your kids to do drugs and Xanax. Like, all that's totally fine. But this one Christmas song of a man being like, just let me get a little bit. Which, again... Rap songs do. Yin Yang Twins, wait, let me whisper in your ear. It was more or less the it's cold outside. Fucking Eminem and Nate Dog. I get more ass than a toilet seat. Well, getting ass and begging for it are different. But, right, there have definitely been times that it's just been used. I don't know. It's a different world. I get that. But I think people are definitely way too sensitive. Uh, yes. And then the whole PETA, bring home the bacon. We're not supposed to say that. Yeah, now you say bring home the bagels. Now, here's another pr- random problem I have is like, so PETA puts out this thing of don't say this, say this, because it's more it's this is insensitive to animals. And then people get upset on the internet like fucking PETA said we have to. And it's like, guys, PETA has no control over anyone. Just ignore them. They're like, no, PETA said this stuff and I'm going to be pissed about it all week. And I'm just like, D- who cares? Why, why does everyone get pissed about everything? Just who, fuck PETA. Who cares? I think people just want something to be a part of. I guess. The whole Me Too movement, man, it's trickling on on everything. I just lock myself away in my home and work on beats and podcasts all week. And I'm like, someday I'm going to put this on the internet and people are going to love it. And that's what I do. I do not at all need to get involved in like this. It's like I'll just start scrolling because I'll get bored. I'm just like, is this fucking a real thing? And my favorite meme of the week, um, I have to say, was the one of George. Okay, so George Bush, the first one, uh, died, had a funeral. And it had a picture of, you know, the Clintons and the Obamas reading, you know, the Bible or whatever the fuck they're reading for whatever speech they're giving at this funeral. And then Trump's sitting there like half asleep and not saying out this prayer out loud. And so the meme said, oh, when the Muslim can even pretend to be a better Christian than you. And I just thought that was a really funny fucking meme because it was calling Obama a Muslim, which I guess like, you're not supposed to do, but it's still fucking funny in this context of saying it, even he can pretend to be Dude, a Christian. I want to know what uh, George Jr. keeps slipping Obama. I mean, I know it's just candy on TV. Oh, yeah. You know, but, Dude, uh, but I mean, the, way, the way she smiles about it, and it's like, it's kind of this whole right. joke now. Honestly, thing. my favorite meme ever, at least in the top 10, if I ever do a top five memes, they'll be up there, is the one that says, you know, George Bush, you can tell George W. would end it off for a chance with Michelle Obama. And it's just all the interactions they've ever had. He would, because I get And like, he hits this twinkle in his eye, like, mm. like you can just tell he's into They're it. like these uh, third grade. School kids having her first crush. <laughs> it is. Uh, I really like. I hated George Bush. I when mean, he, was he straight skipped over Trump and and uh, Obama, right? <laughs> and uh, straight gave Michelle the candy, and it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, uh, I really enjoy George W. Bush now. I hate him when he was president, 
I thought I was my thought at the time was like, how can we have someone this dumb as president? But now who we have as president, I think that every day. And I'm like, George W. at least was fun. It seemed like they're cooler after they leave out because the spotlight's on them and they can't do anything. Right. I mean, I remember thinking Obama was going to be real cool because he had friends that were like super pro pot and shit. And he always talked about being super pro pot. And even when he was president, he would like let the FDA know like, hey, don't arrest people for pot shit. But Nothing ever changed, so I, by the end of the Obama show, I was like, fuck, is he never going to do anything? But, oh, I was going to ask you, so I didn't really know much about George Bush, the first one. Do you have any memories? I just know he was part of the Reagan administration in the 80s, and that's why he got his presidency. Makes but, sense. But apparently what I was reading, was was it the first or second one that said, read my lips? And, that was the first one, yeah. Okay, well, he's No pretty, new taxes. He's pretty famous for all that, you know, read right. my lips, and then... Nothing ever went his way. He had a terrible presidency. Right. I, I mean, he was technically president when I was born, or he got in, in an office like right. Yeah, but it was because he was Reagan's vice president, and Reagan, you know, is a beloved. He's up in the top five. Right. And then, according to most people, you know, Bill Clinton came in '92, and I was four at that time. So, like, I I remember Bill Clinton. I just don't remember George. That guy's in fifth George grade when Clinton came out. I remember thinking Bill Clinton. My parents liked Bill Clinton for whatever reason. I don't Just, know why. It seemed like that's when the world was changing and Bush could not get it right. Right. They yeah. come and told him something was happening. He just sat there. Yeah. You know, there's no reaction. I mean, everyone's been really great about him this week because he's he died. Yeah. I mean, you don't really hear a lot of bad. Now. He didn't have a good run. Right. Um. He had a. He did make like a political dynasty family, which is rare. I mean, his both his sons went on a make a lot of money in the government or whatever and outside of it, I'm sure. Um, oh, one thing I saw this week I was going to tell you about is Toe Jam and Earl's coming back on March 1st and it'll be on Xbox One what? and PS4. So I know you like Toe Jam and Earl. You should look into that. I think there was a trailer released. I haven't watched it. I just saw a headline and go, oh, I got to tell Snappy. Dude, Poindexter. That was like one of my favorite lines out of the whole movie is, is these two little creatures and you can time travel on this planet, and you find all this cool shit. And my, it was like the only game, really, my mom and stepdad got into playing. Right. And I come home one day, and, they, and we went to my friends, and they come home, and they'd stayed up all night playing it. And for my parents to stay up all night playing a video game, you're right. like, what? Yeah, Um. I know I mentioned this last week, but it's been really hard for me to play other video games because I have just been thinking about this Super Nintendo Classic, which I know is like, who cares? It's old games. But I'm like, I looked up the list of all the games actually on it, and it's like all but three games I really am like pretty excited about. Yeah, the thing about. about it, though, those new systems, they don't save. So every time you start, you start over, I believe. Not on what I bought. Okay. It, it all. I mean, it's an emulator. It has save states okay. for your games. Because uh, all the cartridges have save states. I mean, if you picked up Super Mario World right now, you would you could save on the cartridge. Okay. So I think it works the same way. Um, but I'm pretty excited about it. And because of that, it's been hard for me to play Red Dead. I've tried. I'm still just almost back to where I was before I had a re, you know, I lost a week of data. Um, I've just been way more into making music lately and fucking with that, I guess. And Red Dead's just, it's tedious at the moment, if that makes it sense. It is like most of what I have is the challenges. And uh, apparently there's like 10 of these hunting things that's going to come through. And they're fucking hard enough to find as it is. About all these birds, these Orioles, these Cardinals, yeah. you know, chipmunks. I mean, but, and then you got to have perfect, so it takes fucking forever. So I'll, I'm kind of like doing one mission from each little gambling thing, and then I raise it like 0.3%. Right. 
Right. I'm ninety two point five percent done. I mean, that's way further than I'm ever gonna get. If I, I mean, I'm sure I will beat it. I've got 134 of 178 animals, so I'm getting up there. And I just think if I'm gonna do hunting, I'd rather go online and try the hunting than do it on offline because I'm like, fuck, that's impossible to get all those fucking animals. Yeah, seems it's hard. So much out there. Um. Also, this week I don't know if you heard, but Netflix paid a hundred million dollars for Friends for one year. So the television show Friends was going to leave Netflix, you know, come 2019. People were freaking out about it. And Netflix ended up paying $100 million to secure it for one year. There's no way it's worth it. That doesn't sound worth it at all unless there's a spin we don't know about. Like, that means that you think if you lost it, that 10 million people would cancel their subscription because of Friends? Yeah, Friends wasn't that good to me. See, I mean, it's funny, but I've watched them all a couple times. My wife likes, I don't hate it. I think they're definitely watchable and they're good, but I haven't watched it in years. And I I mean, the office is my shit. I wouldn't even cancel the Netflix. They got rid of the office. I would just figure out another way to watch the office or whatever, because like one show, like the whole net model of Netflix is that not one show is not worth it. Right. Like they can have shit come in and out. I don't know. I just think it's crazy for $100 million. And if that's the case, then friends should have said, fuck you. If they can really pull that much, they should make their own Friends app that is nothing but the television show Friends, and people pay $10 a month for it. Yeah, but if they're getting $100 million or whatever. I mean, yeah, but I think Netflix only does it if they know they can make more money than that. Like I said, there must be a hidden agenda. Maybe. Maybe. Well, speaking while we're talking about this, uh, Hulu come up with something new this week. You know, I used to, you could watch on two devices. Yeah. They have kicked it down to one. Oh, that's about it. And, okay, it's only eleven ninety nine. Right. Okay, it's like, well, okay, well, the next one's like four devices or unlimited or whatever. It's only fourteen ninety nine. It's not bad. Not bad, right? But it's locked unless you get Hulu Live TV, which is forty three ninety nine plus the fourteen ninety nine. So yeah. we just had to kick all of our kids off. I would just cancel Hulu, giving you all the scenario. I mean, that or, yeah, change the password and not give it to any of your kids to, yeah. to watch it and let, only let you all use it. Because, yeah, that is crazy. Um, last night, I also got hit with the – I had a – I looked it up, and they were like, oh, it's available on Hulu. So I got on Hulu, and it's like, oh, it's only available if you have Hulu Live because the plan is at this moment, we'll see if it happens, we're having a top five list of top five favorite sci-fi movies, which turns out I think I like sci-fi. I'm actually, I don't love it. I mean, they're all right. So I was going through movies, and the movie Paul, I've only watched once, but I really fucking liked it. Seth Rogen's this alien. It's the guys that did Shaun of the Dead. and Yeah. Uh, it's real fucking funny. And I was like, oh, there has to be somewhere to watch this online. And Netflix didn't have it. And I, so I typed into Google, and it goes, oh, I watched it on Hulu. I go to Hulu, type it in, and it said I had to upgrade to the $43 a month fucking pack. And I was like, well, this is bullshit. I'm yeah, not doing like, this. I was like, well, I might as well cancel my cable, but then I wouldn't get my football. Right. I mean, I don't get to watch ESPN. That's why I miss a lot of uh, sports talk, honestly. Like, I miss a lot of shit because I don't have ESPN. Um, so I understand that whole desire. But in general, I, think I don't Hulu, need cable. Hulu made a bad move to just go from one price to the extreme. Right. Let's go from eleven ninety nine to 43 plus 14 yeah. Let's go to, you know, 60 bucks a month from eleven ninety nine. Come on now, man. Right. Well, and it, to me, they just don't offer enough exclusive shit to uh, to do that. I don't know. 
I mean, I'm sure they have some idea. Disney eventually is going to own it all, and they're going to figure it out. And Disney's going to have their own streaming service, so maybe they'll be separate. But eventually, we'll probably all be paying as much as we ever were with cable on just the other shit. And that's just how it's going to be. So I walk out of my front porch the other day, and there's this dude I don't really recognize sitting across on the neighbor's porch with his fishing pole. I'm like, so, you know, I had to ask. I just had to. I'm like, you getting any bites? He's like, oh, I got my wedding ring on the end of there. He's just reeling it in. And I'm just like, people of Ada, Oklahoma. Yeah, man. Um, the place is crazy. I don't really hate Ada. Like, I think it's better than a lot of places are around here. Uh, but yeah, it's still, still different. Oh, well, I got my wedding ring on there. I'm just casting it out, waiting on my ride. It is crazy. I saw this whole Ada rants and raves the other day about someone who walks in the middle of the road and everyone are pissed at him. Did you happen to see this? It was like, if you're walking in the middle of the road, I'm going to fucking hit you with my truck. Like people were getting crazy about people walking in the middle of the road. And I was like, God damn, this world's nuts. It's just weird also that they go to the internet to yell about it. I don't know. Oh, man, that rants and rave page is something else in this town. Yeah. If we ever get some stickers and people's like, what is this podcast of Mo? And then they hear all this Ada talk on there, we're going to get some listens. Maybe. Maybe get some hate mail, too, but we're going to we get some listens. So, like, something I'll say, this is a hot take. I'm really not a fan, I think he's a friend of yours, of the dude who posts the videos in the Ada fucking pages. I hate the fact I get a notification every time he does when it's like, and I was like, I don't care about your opinion about something. And again, uh, it's not even that interesting. I mean, and I'm again not trying to be mean. It's just like I understand I'm giving my opinion right now, so anyone can be like, I don't, I don't care about it. But I don't send a notification to your fucking phone about it. You can fucking choose to come. Are listen. you one of his groups? I'm just in the normal Ada rants and rays, and because uh, of that one, it fucking pings it when he posts something. I'm like, I don't he's care. In like so many groups. I think he's like an admin of it or something. That must be why. It, ha- it pings you because not everyone's does. I mean, he's a cool dude, and I got in it because of this whole state question 788 where he's going around getting petitions and whatnot. Right. And it's like, man, he posts videos every day, and it's just like, come on, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I, mean, I would if, if I was interesting enough, people wanted to, and I could make money on it. I'm sure I would. But um, I enjoyed one time he told people how to use the McDonald's lane correctly. No one listened. Right. That one was good. I will give him that. Um, also, random shit, if anyone has Amazon Prime, if you don't, you're crazy because it's just fucking worth it. Uh, but that's only if you use Amazon. And then as a bonus, you get this Amazon Prime video. But The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Season 2 just came out. And Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Season 1 was like my favorite show last year. So we're going to have to watch that. Me and Kubi watched the first episode, and it was great. I mean, I fucking just really like it. It's from the lady who made Gilmore Girls, so your wife would like it. Um, but it's like, you know, they say fuck. They're not like, it's not the language of the Gilmore Girls. And it's like 1950s stand-up comedy. That would be more interesting. Oh, yeah. It's so fucking good. Like, it's really, really good. So um, I would just highly recommend that. To I had like anyone. the secret crush on Lorelai, so that's why I watched it. Yeah. Um, it's not really a secret. My wife knows. So. Right. She's all aware. Oh, this morning something happened that I did want to bring up. I hate pulling up at fast food restaurants. So like, like when you get to the window... And they're like, could you pull up so we could serve the other fucking people behind you? Like, I hate that more than fucking anything. I don't know why, but every time I want to be like, no, I've paid for my food and I will wait at this window until you give me my food. But I never do. I'm just a dick about saying yes. Like this morning I go, yeah, but I bring some fucking grape jelly. And the girl's like, okay, grape jelly. Because they always <laughs> look really nervous because they don't want to ask you to do it. 
because they know it's annoying, but they do it anyway. Oh, people in this town hate waiting on their food more than anything. Well, it's just, I don't get it, especially when the person behind me doesn't even leave before me. Like, I worked at a restaurant where you'd call in and there's a time. Okay, if, you t- if you're if you told 25 minutes and you show up at 12 minutes. Right. You know, come on, man. You know, I told you 25 for a reason. I agree. I agree with that 100%. Um, and I know you're talking about like a pizza place. And pizza, at least they give you a time and then you show up. I just hate this whole fat. Like, for me this morning, I went to Brahms. I got a bag of biscuits. It was like five fucking sausage biscuits. And then they're like, can you pull up? And then the person behind me left at the exact same time I left. So, like, we pulled out together, and then I was like, so what was the purpose of all that? Like, why couldn't you just give me my food and then let them pull up? Like, what did you save in your system? I just don't get it. And everyone does it. Like, all the fucking fast food places. Yeah, I'm not even going to bring up this comment that uh, Birdman just sent me. He's no. just he's going to have to bring up the email, dude. All right. Uh, yeah, because yeah, uh, I know this one would set you off. Huh? Uh, nothing will set me off. I don't really yeah, care. I know it, but... It, it it was it was a pretty profound statement of a different podcast we've had. Apparently, no one in our family knows me well, and so they hear the podcast. They're like, "Oh, I didn't know he was like that." And that's fine. They can no, but I don't see why anyone's surprised. Like, it's like people thought I was just fucking up here wearing a goddamn Confederate flag and shit. Like, I don't, I don't know what people thought. People I was thought like. you were like super conservative, I guess, because I got we got called. Uh, Oh, I didn't know y'all was a bunch of lefties was one comment. Right. And I don't even think of myself as a lefty. Like, I think Democrats are very annoying. I do think of myself as a libertarian. I'm pro-freedom. I'm like, should the government be involved in your shit? No. That's where I stand on almost everything. And I said, I made it clear. I said, no, I'm a cherry-picking conservative. Right. And you're just, uh, to me, you're someone who was probably more liberal earlier in your life, and you're now, to that age, you're going conservative. That happens to a lot of people. Uh, no, I think I was a... Uh... Or conservative, and then you know people through like you and my stepdaughter who just kind of open your eyes, kind of listen, and I just kind of I want to see the playing field here, right? I don't don't know. I just like to think of a a lot of like laws of like, well, if that was me, what do I think? I don't know. Right. Like, like everyone thinks when I'm I'm like always super anti-cop and not like in like a I'm like mean to cops. My grandpa was a cop and shit or a correctional officer, and it's like I understand there's good ones. I just can't. I just, it's so annoying when a cop fucks up and people, and like other cops aren't like, yeah, they fucked up. Instead, they all bound together of like, ooh, we all are one. We're all the uniform. And I'm like, well, fuck that. You got to point out the bad ones, man, or else this isn't going to get better. If you're all fucking covering for everybody, that's not good. And so there's shit like that where I'm like, ah, oh, I just sit mad. And then people see them like, oh, you fucking hate cops. I'm like, no, I'm saying I hate when like a cop fucking plants drugs on a kid and then you're like, other people cover for them. Right. I don't know. It's just like, can't we at least all admit that's bad? But then be like, fuck no, that's my brother in blue. And I ain't talking shit about him. And I'm like, well, that's a problem. Right. I don't know. It's uh, like you're condoning it. Right. <laughs> but I think there's a lot of times in my current job, I work with two conservative guys, right? Like older guys. And so I do feel way more liberal now than compared to my last job where I worked with a lot of liberal people. And I was always just shitting on their liberal ideas. And I felt more conservative because I'm just, that's what I do. I just am good at shitting on your ideas that you think are good because that's the gift God gave me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can you rephrase that last statement? The gifts God gave me? <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, just, that's what I, I, said. I just wanted to hear that plainly. Yeah, man. I'm a big believer. Um, 
So anyway, I hope I got out that I hate pulling up at fast food windows. And then the last little thing I had on my list I was going to ask you about, you don't have to bring it up at all, but we can make it really awkward. Um, so Bill Simmons, who's one of my favorite podcasters, every week he has his dude Cousin Sal on, and they have this thing called Parent Corner. And one week, Cousin Sal talked about his kids walking in on him and his wife having sex, and he had to say, oh, we were wrestling, right? And this whole and it's been like a two months since I heard it. And been I think there, about it. That. Yeah, I think about it all the time. Like, it's so fucking funny of... Uh, and so, like, how I don't have kids, is that something that has happened or happens often, or it's like they're a it's, lock scenario? Like, what's It's not often, but a lot of times, take? you know, it's like you kind of look at your wife and you get that look and you're like, hey, kids are out for 15 minutes or they're busy. So you try to pull a quickie in because the younger kids are just so needy and they're right. like following you everywhere around. I mean, yeah, but... I was in there, and he's like, Dad, what are you doing? I'm like, wrestling. Why are your pants down? <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, uh, you know. Right, yeah. Uh, oh, something I just never really thought about much, I guess, of, like, negative of having a kid. You know, like, I don't have any. You know, it's something that gets brought up. Uh, you like, got to pick and choose your battles, and uh, if you got time for a quickie, you get in there and get that shit done. Right. Important. Important stuff. Um. So... Another random question for you. Is there any sci-fi movies you love? Because I still haven't finalized my list as of right now. Uh, I'm probably going to be out on that top five, man. You don't have anything you like that's sci-fi related? No, I'm sure I do, but I ain't going to know the names of them. Well, like, I don't really like... I mean, this is kind of a teaser for later. What's that one where they all dress up in Avatar? I like that shit. See, I fell asleep every time I watch it. That's why I didn't put it on my list. I kind of thought the Beastly, they kind of made them attractive. Right, like sexy blue creatures, yeah. right? Um, I, I don't really love Star Wars. And the way I do my top five list, like I don't – I'm sure it's good, but like if I know people that love it way more than me, I'm like, well, I'm not a real fan, so it's not going to be on my list. So like I don't really love Star Wars or Star Trek, and those are like the two big ones. Right? I don't love them, but I mean, I watch some Star Wars. Yeah. But I do kind of fall asleep on some of them. Right. I don't know. And I think that's just how I am lately. I just fall asleep fucking watching anything. Just how it goes. Oh, I did read this the other day. Found it half interesting. Interesting enough for this podcast, anyway. Says, of all the sesame seeds grown in Mexico, 75% of them end up on a McDonald's hamburger bun. So it's like three-fourths of all the sesame seeds they grow in Mexico all are on McDonald's hamburger buns. So does that mean if we actually get the wall, we can't have McDonald's? Not with sesame seeds, probably. And I'm sure McDonald's is going to just ship them around. I mean, we're not building the wall in the ocean, but or in the air. Mexicans are going to fly in all the time. All right, dick tard. But I knew that. And McDonald's will just fly in their fucking trucks across the wall. They're a corporation. Um, but, yeah, if McDonald's went under, Mexico would suffer. Their sesame seed market, I guess we would say. Um, I just I don't really like McDonald's. I don't even think about McDonald's often, but they are the most popular fucking fast food shit in the world. Kids will make you hate that place. See, yeah, I liked it a lot when I was a kid. When I first got to college, I lived off the dollar menu. Like, almost every day my freshman year of college, it was like, I'll just go get two McDoubles. That's $2. And now that's my meal or whatever. Right? Like, it was really cheap. And I'd done that all the time. And now my wife loves it because she loves chicken McNuggets, which I also think are good. I just don't feel like they're real food. So, like... If it's like a meal is supposed to be fucking chicken McNuggets and a Coke, I'm like, I just ate nothing. I don't, I just feel so fucking hungry afterwards. Right. Like, so to me, it just doesn't work anymore. And their meat's fucking squishy. 
it's soy, isn't it? No, it's real or beef. That- they care a lot about that, but it's something about it. It's just it's spongy. I don't know. That's it's weird frozen. to me. Yeah, like and I'm also I live across the street from Brahms and has like real fucking meat, like fucking killed within the state. Right. Well, they have their own farm here outside of town. <laughs> right. So it just it tastes so much better. I mean, anyone who buys their. I mean, I know we bought milk from Walmart and shit, but really, there's no point. Brahms is cheaper and it's better on the milk. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I've this week. Okay, so I've had this problem with milk lately, where I'm like, I feel like I'm getting lactose intolerant, right? And it's made me very sad because I fucking love milk. And I've bought this like lactate milk, it's supposed to have no lactose in it. I'm gonna try it this week, see what happens. I'll let everybody know. If I'm lactose, I feel like it. I'm probably not because it's super rare for it to happen in your 30s. But and it's happened to my wife as well. So I'm like, maybe we just are getting bad fucking milk. I don't know. I don't understand what's going on. Maybe we should try out some different milk. So um, see what happens there. Yeah, that would suck being lactose intolerant. Yeah, especially when I like ice cream. It's like my favorite food. And cereal is like number two. I eat the hell out of some ice cream and milkshakes, all kinds of shit. Oh, Something yeah. funny did happen though. We was out of ice cream. I look in there, and there's this yellow tub, and it says Sour Patch Ice Cream. But it just looked like red and blue and white, you know? Right. I wasn't thinking no big deal. So I get it out like usual, put my chocolate syrup on it. That was a fucking mistake. Because it was sour? It tasted exactly like Sour Patch right. candies. Yeah. It was fucking gross. Yeah, I didn't eat it. The worst food combination I ever ate in my life was when I was like seven or eight years old, and my friend dude dared me to eat a Hostess cupcake with ketchup frosting on it like they layered ketchup all over a chocolate hostess cupcake and at the time i was like well i like chocolate cupcakes and i like ketchup and well yeah fuck yeah dare me i'll do it and so i did it and even right now i can taste it like it it's this weird combination of flavors that should just never exist oh fucking was the worst i hated it it sounded awful uh so some random football shit because uh, I haven't really been watching, but who do you think the MVP is? Hmm, it's uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Mahomes, Breeze, or yeah, that's... yeah. I've I've heard it's between Mahomes or Breeze. I would say Barkley, but he would be more a rookie of the year because Barkley he's been the only thing holding right, his eyes together. I also don't get how Mah- Well, I guess Mahomes isn't a rookie. Yeah, that's right. Mahomes is second year. Yeah, I forgot he got. Yeah. But at the same time, he just lost his most uh, prize back, and he still come out through three fucking touchdowns. Right. And on the Cream Hunt thing, again, I don't have ESPN, so I don't follow a whole lot of stuff, but new reports have come out where that woman actually hit Cream Hunt first and all this stuff, so now people are more on Cream Hunt side than they were a week ago. Um, again, and I know I cut out mine in your conversation because this little behind the scenes. The way you said, well, how about you – Give me thirty dollars. The way you it, like, it just worked better to cut it there. Right? So that's why right. I did. Um, but we, me and you, just kind of mentioned more of like, well, he still attacked a female, and he shouldn't have. <laughs> like that shouldn't be overlooked. Yeah, I mean, he had an interview, and this lady was straight up asking him, and he just kind of seemed like he didn't really want to talk about it. Like right. he wasn't really sentimental. He was just doing it because he had to, right had to. Yeah. Like you could tell deep sound deep down, like whether she called him the N word or what, he was really pissed, but he refused to bring it up. Right. And didn't really want to talk about it. It was crazy. Then she's like, Well, what about the kick at the end? And I'm here, I don't even consider that a kick. I'm considering an attempt at a kick. Right. It's kind of like uh 
when there was that NBA fight and whoever missed that punch, right? It's like, well, they didn't hit. They didn't connect. It doesn't count. Their intent. I hate being a – people using intent. You can't get in someone's head and tell their intent 100%. Right. There should never be a, a criminal charge against intent. Right. Well, it's kind of like the whole moral of the story of Minority Report, another sci-fi movie that I didn't really love, so I don't put it on my list of, you know, if you could predict the future of who's going to do crimes, is it – could you then arrest people before they committed the crime? You know, right? I would argue no. And I think that was the point of the whole fucking because movie. people's instincts they can they can flip. They can all of a sudden have that thought, be like, oh, and then they hesitate, and then shit goes a totally different direction. Yeah, could happen. The oh. hesitation. It ought to be the hesitation rule. Someday when I murder someone, I'll let you know how it all happened. Oh hell, that's going to be held against you. Sorry, I'm trying to get any lessons from the NSA or FBI possible. You know, oh, yeah? I'm just trying to get the numbers up. Any okay. way possible. Um, something I read earlier this week that I thought was fun, and it makes sense when you think about it, is Japanese people traditionally eat KFC for Christmas dinner thanks to a successful marketing campaign 40 years ago. So, like, they have this marketing campaign that dressed up Colonel Sanders like Santa Claus and all these commercials, and then now in Japan, it's, like, a big fucking deal to eat KFC on Christmas. It's like they make so much money off of it, so much so that people call in their Christmas orders two months in advance. This is chicken? <laughs> Serve with no rice? Yeah, chicken, no rice. And they I bet they have rice. What am I fucking talking about? I'm Man, sure they, they got do. beans and mashed potatoes and gravy and macaroni. I would say also your accent was probably more of like the Southern Asian, like a Vietnamese. More I'm than a Southern a guy all the way around, so any accent I have is going to be a little Southern. Right. Um, we have a woman in this town who has a store <laughs> that is from... I think it's Vietnam, I believe. Fuck, pow, I wouldn't know. But people have been ranting and raving her also on the Ada Rant and Raves page lately, and I haven't put in my two cents. I'm lucky enough she's a woman who she liked me. She liked me from the get. She liked Pow Wow, so therefore she's nice to me. Well, we but through. she is uh, what's her word? Cunt? A cunt to a lot of people. Like, she's just short, and then all these people are online being like, it's because of her culture. And I'm like, it has nothing to do with her culture, because she's nice as fuck to me. She's just mean to some people. Oh, uh, yeah, she kicked me and Martin out one time because she said we look like Buddha. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, you get out of my stores. You look like Buddha. You get out. Yeah, she, I, don't know, I don't know why she likes us. I don't get it, but she but does. But we would also go in there and give her fucking hell, too. Like, she loved D-squared for whatever reason. D-squared would go in there, and she would, like, give him free shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And give him Christmas gifts. D-squared was probably laying the pipe to it on the side. Might have been. Might have been. Um, Miss that guy. D-Squared's funeral is still like my least favorite fucking funeral I've ever been to. Those motherfuckers. Didn't even bring up his pock shit. Wouldn't put up any pictures of us the whole time. I hate a funeral that spends over half the time being like, and if you want to come down and get saved right now for your Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ, while we have a open casket of your fucking friend here, I'm just like, what the, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> this is great. I ain't having our Uncle Tony's funeral. Did you go to that one? Yeah. And the whole time the preacher was like, well, he didn't live a perfect life. He had a lot of vices. But if you want to get saved, now's the time to come get saved. And I'm like, when did this become a thing at funerals? I didn't realize this is how these work now. Yeah. It was fucking weird. Um, all right. My last thing, and then if you have anything, of course, you can bring it up, is there's an island in the Pacific where many of the residents suffer from colorblindness and they can only see black and white, which is different than a lot of other, you know, kind of colorblindness. But they take psychedelic drugs, which give them colorful hallucinations. I think that's interesting. Hmm. 
So it's like they take these things probably to see color. Because if you couldn't see color and a drug would allow you to see color, you would probably take it. Right? Yeah. It'd be fun. Of course. Anyway, I need to look into more of these people. I don't know what their what tribe name is or anything, but it sounds pretty fucking interesting. All right, man, you got anything this week? Man, I just want to give a huge shout out to family, my Aunt Pam, Uncle Ricky, my mom, my dad, uh, and my mother-in-law. They all come through for me big time, been helping me out a lot. Right. So uh huge shout out to you guys because I've been kind of down and out. And how, is you, how close are you to being back on, like, your feet again, like, without your boot and all your shit? Uh, I got three more weeks in a boot, but I've been walking around the house a little bit without it, trying to stretch my toes out, but, man, they are stiff. Right. I mean, it feels better. I'm not hurting. I, yeah. get, I get my pick line out on the day after Christmas, so. But then my work shut down that week, so I get an extra week off. All right. Right on. So I'll go back sometime in January. Yeah, a benefit of my job, and I don't get paid for it. It's not like I get paid time off or anything. Like, it's just, like, the way teachers are paid, right. you know, like, where it spreads it out. So, like, my pay doesn't affect it. But basically, all these months, I'm getting paid less than what I'm actually working. And then in December, I get off for two weeks, but I get paid like normal. So, right. I'm not getting paid time off, but it it works. Well, it's enough to where I'm like, fuck, hell yeah, I'm off for two well, weeks. Well, I'm on this little thing. It's supposed to be 70% of my income. Right. But... It's not. I'm decent at math, and $130 <laughs> is not 70% of 1000 Right. It's just not. Right. It's 13%, actually. Yeah. Um, It's way off. Hopefully, they'll kick it back to you at some point in time. I don't know. I'm sure there's some kind of clause I didn't read or something. <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, I will get off two weeks, but we work like school's going up right till Christmas. Like we're, like our I've last day is like the 22nd or some shit. Right? Like it's just right there. No, it's like the only day y'all had off was Christmas Eve. Right. And then we're off for two weeks. Like we don't go back until like January 7th or something. So it's two weeks off like it always is. So you still get two weeks, but the way it's falling is weird. Right. But I am excited for that. I would like to, uh, I'll tell you about my random idea for extra episodes well, that we do. That, that was all cool. But usually when I got out like, you know, four or five days before Christmas, you had that, and then you have like a week off after. And so if you're in one of them people that split custody with your kids and, you know, you have them up till Christmas and they have them till the school starts back when they start on the second, right. each person got about a week. Right. But now with this way, you get them two days and the other person gets them like 16, and you're like, no, well, man. If you split it that way, you well, don't have to. that was kind of in writing. No. But we actually sw- swapped it. Otherwise, I would get that huge benefit, but it's just kind of. Right. Kids want to spend a Christmas with me this year. All right, man. Uh, that's all I have this week. Uh, again, we need fucking emails to listen to this fucking shit after this. Yeah, Birdman, email us. Uh, he won't listen anymore. Happens all the time. People listen that one day, and they're like, ha-ha, and they don't follow up. But it's fine. Maybe he will. I, I just don't imagine he'll like it. I don't he said see- he's been enjoying it and getting some laughs. Oh, see, I just... But he's been messaging me all through this. Evidently, he's on one episode. He just... Feels he needs to comment my Facebook on. Is there like a little tease you can give? That'll be like real interesting. Of like how he just hates something being said. Uh, he's a hundred percent on Michelle Obama being a tranny. Man, it's hard. I find her very attractive. So, but then again, I'm not saying trannies can't be attractive. I think they totally could be. So I mean, I mean that's kind of what he's been messing me about. And then he said you contradict yourself, but I didn't finish reading that one. Oh. I was trying to have a conversation with you. Yeah, I try to. I mean, I'm sure I concentrate myself all the time. But then again, my defense, 
literally what I do is give both sides of shit all the time. Yeah. So, um, it's like if I take one stance, you'll take the other. Or, yeah. Or, you know, vice versa. Or I'll bring up one and I'll go, well, I guess I have an argument or with what I just said. Or if there's straight up one that I don't know anything about, I'll straight tell you I don't know anything about it because usually my opinions are far-fetched off a little bit I've heard. Well, I think at least what makes uh, my thoughts somewhat sincere or genuine is normally what happens is I th- I'm talking about something, about a point, and then I immediately think of, well, what would, if I was arguing with myself, what would I say to against that? And then I immediately say that too. So I'm like, or, and then I say the exact opposite because I'm trying to be honest of like, I don't fucking know, but here's some thoughts. Because I don't go in like these people that are all stubborn of here's my belief and I ain't fucking changing. And that's how most people, I think, go into shit. So I just think it's good to argue with yourself. Oh, uh, man, that's too much effort. <laughs> it's true. It is for a lot of people. Um, all right, man. Thanks for being on and shit, even though it was all fucking late. We didn't even bring that up. How you slept in on 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I sure did, man. Well, you got to get up at 6 a.m. every day. What are you, day? fucking 15 years old? Man, I straight just crashed today, man. That I happens. slept until 9, and I felt like a fucking teenager today. And I was like, man, I better hit up Snappy. I bet he's been up all morning waiting for me to text. You didn't get up till 6 hours later. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You're like, Snappy alive? I'm like, nope. He's like, he's going to fuck up the podcast. I know. Well, I thought that was your wife, because I know, you know, y'all have the Facebook or whatever. So I was like... I guess I'll hit him up on Facebook because he's not answering his answering text messages. So, yeah, I had just got up when you started Facebooking. I got you, got you. So that came up on me, so I checked the new stuff versus the old. Got you, got makes sense. But all right, man. All right, peace. So if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. What up? We are back with Curtis. Hey, hey, hey. Fat Albert introduction, love hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, first thing I want to say, because it reminded me, because we just heard Pow Wow, he's supposed to be in town next weekend, and he never wants to come on the podcast, so if anyone's listening and you have Pow Wow's Facebook, just harass him once you hear this on Tuesday and be like, hey, why don't you go be on the fucking podcast, you loser? And anyway, that I'd appreciate it. Uh, so, Curtis, how's it been, man? Good, good. Thanks for having me back. Glad to be back. For sure, man. Um, also need to shout out this dude Sherpa Music because this week I was working on a new song that I think is pretty dope. And I use some samples because people put out like sample packs or whatever. And I use a sample of this fucking oboe. And uh, anyway, this dude Sherpa Music so when they made a sample pack and then he heard my song and was like, hey, I made that fucking sample pack. So I was like, okay, I'll shout out on my podcast. So anyway, um, that happened. So what do you got to talk about, man? I know you have you've brought some stuff. I feel like um, you came in with papers and shit. Yeah, I got a bunch. Do you want to start at the top five, or you want to talk about some others? I know we'll we'll save the top five okay. for the end. Um, yeah, some stuff that I think may have was Chris on the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, you guys talked about I think the laugh out loud factor, right? And um, I do watch a lot of Impractical Jokers. Yes. And they do. They did have a new season come out, and they do like some other stuff with uh, Joey Vatone 
I think is his name. Right, right. And uh, But I watched the episode in a punishment that I hadn't seen before, and I laughed out loud. So for the record, new episodes that you haven't seen, because I know we, everybody's talking about they burn it out, True TV does right. or whatever. So new episodes that you haven't seen are still laugh out loud funny. So um, I also thought it was cool that you guys mentioned the, uh, is it Kevin Smith with the Q connection? How yes. He was on his podcast. Yes. And Kevin Smith is the... Jay and Silent Bob. He's the Silent Bob to the Jay. Correct. Right. Yeah. So Kevin Smith is badass. I mean, so he's like way that. more than that. He like yeah. literally oh, yeah. wrote and directed all of the shit. Right. Right. But, exactly. Yes, he plays right. Silent Bob, and his wife plays in that movie, and she's she's cool too. Um. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith's podcast. Um. You really lately for me on podcasts, I've kind of quit listening to certain ones and started listening to other ones. I've gone in waves of whatever, right? Like, no, not really. So I, I don't listen to Kevin Smith as much recently, but it's because he lost a bunch of weight and now he's all like, oh, I got all lost a bunch of weight because I ate a bunch of fucking potatoes. And he tells that story all the time. And so you're just like, all right, I'm tired of hearing this fucking story about potatoes. I try real hard not to repeat myself too often on here. Like, I really want to tell a story, but I don't remember if I have before about um, the first time I did in high school, right? But then I'm like, I don't want to get into all that shit. My mom doesn't even know that. Right. Why would I ever talk about it? Yeah. Uh, um, all right. One thing I brought up earlier on this podcast, and I feel like you you have a, a wife and kids, right? Or Right. And all that, that you have a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked Snappy because it's something I hadn't thought about until I'd heard something on a podcast. You'll hear the beginning of this and get it. Um, do you have any like embarrassing like kids walking in on you having sex stories? Because um, I was just basically like, is that like a real fucking hazard of the job? And Snappy was like, oh, for sure. Yeah, it's a struggle. Like, so. so I mean, somehow we managed to to fuck, you know, because we got four kids. But <laughs> when they're young, they like sleep in the bed with us. You know, we're just lazy about it like that. Right. And uh, so they sleep in the bed with us. So, I mean, it is a struggle sometimes to get it in. I'm not going to lie. Um, but no really embarrassing stories about being busted. We're usually... Pretty, like, right, and your kids are pretty and stuff. So your kids are pretty young too. Yeah. So yeah. Um. All right. Just making sure it's all the same across the board. <laughs> I wish I did have a funny story though. I mean, knock on wood, but <laughs> right for sure. I mean, I feel like eventually you're gonna see something stupid, right? Oh, in your yeah. life that you thought it's gonna work out. There, there is like uh, having a son. Like the boner phase is always like a crack up. I laugh at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, I think for me, and maybe this is an overshare but fuck it like i don't know if i've ever woke up in my life without one <laughs> no matter whatever yeah. the time period i went to sleep and so like my mom of course is aware of that i'll just like get was given give me shit at like 13 about it right and you're like yeah. shut up <laughs> leave me alone so uh go all bubble boy trying to say the pledge of allegiance <laughs> <laughs> um I know you did. You were upset we didn't include Jackass on the list last week. Well, no, and that I wasn't what I, I thought about. Yeah, I just—it's it easy for suggestion. me listening to it to comment right. on it. And I was gonna say, uh, I, I do comment on the SoundCloud, but I never get notifications when people comment. Right. And the way that I comment on there for anybody that listens or comments on there is like whatever the time is that I comment is the subject that I'm talking about. Like I do right. that on YouTube a lot because when you put the time, you can just click on that link and it'll. Take skip there, the yeah. video to the time yeah it's harder on soundcloud to like go and see exactly what they said and what my response is to it but i just can't help myself sometimes i understand and i think it's cool i know snappy likes to look at your comments cool my cousin shad uh comments as well but he's a few episodes behind uh and he's crazy with the online comments so they read like 
craziness. I don't know. You have to go and look at them. Everyone <laughs> check that shit out. Yeah. Um. One thing that happened this week, and I feel like, I feel like it's kind of mean to bring it up, but meanness is not my goal, so I'm bringing it up anyway. Um. I have like two half sisters that I've never met, right? So in a way, it's like I don't have them. Okay. Because I don't know them. I'm friends with them on Facebook. One of them, this way I kind of say, one seemed to have their shit together, one not as much. Yeah. And the one that kind of has our shit together, at least we've talked on Facebook Messenger here or there, like try to exchange pleasantries. Whereas in the other one, ignores me completely. Mm-hmm. Has Doesn't seem to want to, but, but shares really funny fucking memes. Gotcha. So I like like all the memes. Right. So I think she seems cool enough. Right. But she had this thing of like, I'm pregnant, homeless, and stranded. I need money for a bus ticket to this place where my mom lives. And then I have this guilt feeling of like, I feel like I should help. Mm -hmm. But then again, never met her. She doesn't even talk to me. So I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to. And I didn't because I'm a poor person. But I just thought, (laughs) huh, I don't know why. I felt like really fucking guilty for like half a day, right? Like, oh, I really need to help this person I've never met before. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway. Didn't know if anyone. I know you have a dysfunctional family, so yeah, it's. Would. I would say like my reply to that would kind of be. Well, it wasn't I've, a message directly to me. It was like no, a you know yeah, a message yeah. a status, if you will. I would say is. Uh, I always ask myself like, what is my intent? Like I've helped people, and I, but I expect for me to help them. Like you know, if I give them forty bucks, and forty bucks is a lot to me, then I expect them to like do better. And if they don't do better, I get resentful. Right. And in those situations, I just not need to even help the person in the first place be, because I'm be better for everyone being kind of a dick about it. Right. But um, yeah, but also, I mean, it's one of those things, it's perpetual sometimes where that that help is not really going to help them in the long run type of thing. So yeah, I get what you're saying. But yeah, I would definitely in that situation feel guilty too, at least deep down in some part. Right. But then I just, uh, I can talk myself out of pretty much anything. Somebody's like, well, who cares? <laughs> I'm going to go play video games. Today yeah. <laughs> without a kid and with a home. Well, I hope things turn out for her, though. Yeah, for you sure. You never want to see anybody in that situation struggling. I so. mean, I don't think they listen. I, I enjoy the fact that people don't listen to the podcast, but it'll be real fun if, like, let's say shit did blow up. Mm-hmm. And then, like, every week I try to say something, like, real fucking stupid because I yeah. feel like that's the key. <laughs> and then... Everything get taken out of context or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. People not just understanding what you're saying. But then again, worth it. Totally worth it if a lot of people listen. Hell yeah. So. You can bring me on with Joe Dirt. No. For sure. I'm trying to become <laughs> just the next Alex Jones. I think I'm about yeah. to just come with a bunch of conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah. You could do that. I need a good one. I need a real <laughs> good one. I know that there was There's one this week of there, yeah. people claiming that... Uh, Obama and Hillary were arrested after George Bush's funeral. Oh, my God. And it's like there's no proof, but it's like a huge fucking conspiracy theory this week on the Internet. I'm like, I don't understand y'all. I just I wish I could because I still think it's all people joking. Yeah. Like none of y'all are serious. But then I know like half of them at least are serious. Right. It, yeah. <laughs> so I just I don't know. You I, you mentioned that before where it like it, it's a joke, and then it spawns real like followers, right. and it's like, oh shit! <laughs> I don't know. Um, I know Snappy, who was on earlier, is very upset because one of our cousins, who's now listened, really dislikes me and my views on the world, and it seemed to upset Snappy 
but not me as much. I was like, I don't care. I don't know. Not everyone's going to agree with you. Fuck them. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's the attitude to have in the world. Yeah. All right, what else we got, man? Um, I got a couple stories, like kind of like the pig story I mentioned before, where oh, you yeah. just like end up in country shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you live out like, is it? Would you say you live in the country? No, no. I mean, I don't really live in the country now, but um, my wife's family is pretty country, and I mean, just being in Oklahoma, you just end up right like, in, in country, country situations. Yeah, exactly, in Ada and stuff. So, uh, one of these is I came back from Nevada, and uh, we were in Calvin doing fireworks for the summer and my stepdad is like hey they got a donkey race you should do the donkey races and i was like oh okay and uh so i'm thinking in my mind like in the grand canyon where people got donkeys and you kind of just like click around i'm like okay whoever's kind of got the fastest slow piece of shit wins i guess and i'm in board shorts and a graphic tee with like a bandana on and i meet my partner and he's in straight denim cut off denim wrangler jeans with this long ass beard and he's like are you my my partner and i'm like yeah he's like oh okay well here's what we're gonna do and i'm like oh shit (laughs) i know that i'm like in over my head right he's like oh i'm gonna grab the i'm gonna grab this donkey by the neck and then you're gonna jump on it (laughs) because the whole thing is like rigged because what they want you to do is ride down one person ride down and then you guys switch and ride back right right so that was the the only rules i knew about i'm like okay for sure we go over there and then i start to think why would he have to grab this donkey by the neck and is right when i'm thinking that they let these fucking donkeys out and they're like the wildest craziest fucking nastiest donkeys i've ever seen their teeth are all fucked up they're like yelling at me they're running like a hundred miles an hour everybody's running around nobody's getting on a fucking donkey everybody's just running after him i look over no shit my teammate has the donkey by the neck so i'm like fuck (laughs) this dude held up his end of the bargain like i have to jump on this donkey right so i fucking jump on the donkey immediately get bucked off to where i like land standing up behind him he kicks me again right in the stomach and you can hear the crowds like ooh. The only thing I'm thinking to myself is, don't cry. Just don't cry. This summer when I saw you at Pow Wow's house and you were like <laughs> grabbing on your stomach, was that having to do with this? No, no, no. This okay. was this was a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. And uh, so basically my stepdad set me up because he knew that like I would not excel at this or whatever. Right. So, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So Cal- Calvin, Oklahoma, you know, coming from the middle of Nevada. And doing the firework donkey race over there. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was an experience for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'd never heard of it. Sounds great. I mean, where I'm from, we have this rattlesnake festival. It's called the Rattlesnake Hunt. That sounds and motherfuckers dangerous. lay in bathtubs with snakes and shit. And as a kid, they put a snake around your neck and they're like, take a picture. It's okay. We've sewn their mouths shut. But as a six-year-old, you don't give a fuck. It's like a six-foot rattlesnake around your neck hated that shit my grandpa would bring me in the in the warehouse where there's like thousands of snakes just rattling and oh my god off in cages yeah and it'd be, I bet it'd be like check them out and just they start fucking pissing them off right and you're just like i don't feel right about all this <laughs> i was a sensitive soul i guess i bet it stunk in there too yeah it didn't didn't so good but then once a rattlesnake hunt happens there's like a butcher area and you can just watch them kill all the snakes oh shit and they turn them into uh Close, you know, like belts and purses and shit. Um, and then they take all their venom and sell it to universities. And that's how my hometown has a fire department. And a guy graduated with, got his doctorate just so he can try to shut it down because he loves reptiles. It's like this whole fucking epic battle that I've been just watching my whole life. <laughs> and everyone in my town's like, 
he's trying to destroy the fire department and he'll be like snakes are important and i'm just like maybe but there's a lot of fucking snakes and i would argue if we didn't catch and kill them all we might have too many snakes man that's exclusive right there that's right it's a first (laughs) first class look into the world well the thing is if he even shuts I don't know. There's like a lot of rattlesnake hunts around southern Oklahoma. Like right. we're not my town's not the only one. There's uh-huh. a lot of people that have fucking snake problems. So I don't know. I, I'm pro pro rattlesnake hunt. Yeah. If I have to give my hot take right now. I would now. say me too. And it's a carnival. Kids like carnivals. You know, you ride the things like the zipper. You're like, fuck yeah. Just fucking all that. Yeah, thankfully, um, you know, I never, I've been took a noodling too. That's the Oklahoma thing. It's like, oh yeah, pal, I love noodling. So you know, I'm not really down for noodling all that much. It's fuck. Get a goddamn rod and reel like a civilized <laughs> human being. <laughs> Fucking rednecks. I mean, my I'm from Warica, and Warica Lake was featured on the TV show Mudcats. Yeah, <laughs> and so I'm familiar definitely with noodling. But I'm just like, I don't know. I never knew anyone growing up that did it. Everyone had like really fished that I knew. Yeah. And someday I'm going to fish again. It's been two years. I don't know how. I used to love fishing, but yeah, I just now I'm like, man, I want to spend this much money on a fishing license. Seems fucking dumb. All right, man, is there anything else we need to get into before we get in this top five list? Um, Yeah, I, was, I want to talk about the Thunder real quick. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, Disappointing loss that, we ha- that we're coming off of right now. Yeah, yeah. Last night from this recording, they lost... To the Bulls, who suck, um, so that's not that's never good. I will say one thing that I've always believed in is, uh, like teams that are bad, they're not going to lose all their games. So if somebody's uh, Chicago and the Nets were both on a seven game losing streak, right? So to me, that just says that they're one more closer to winning their next game because they're not going to, you know, lose the rest statistically, of statistically, right? Yeah, and so. And then the Bulls just fired their head coach, so it was kind of like a bullshit situation. Um, but before that, I mean, well, the Thunder have some a history really good wins. of playing down to competition. They haven't this year. That was their first loss to a sub five hundred team right. this year. So but like normally, that yeah. is like their wrap. So last year, that was the wrap. But yeah, uh, Paul George had this crazy fourth quarter earlier this week. That was nuts, man. And it was so cool that Westbrook quit trying to shoot the ball. I'm sorry, I. I know it's like so negative, but I'm kind of just out on Westbrook being the shooting force because he's just not. He's he's he is shooting a lot more this season in the regular season. I'm okay with it. I trust him enough. I don't right. think that he's gonna go like that when it really matters. But right. I, I think he knows that he has to he has to have some kind of three point well, on film. And you know also, what I mean, I mean if I'm being to. positive, he's trying to do this whole shooter's got to shoot out of the slump thing, right? And I kind of get it. But when you're watching the game, you're like, God damn it. Why the fuck? You're not, you're <laughs> not going to make that. I, yeah, I do. He did have a nice one where he stole the ball and uh, it, it got stolen from him. I think this was in the Bulls game. It got stolen from him. He stole it back and then like had a step back where it was basically like his upper body strength helped him make the shot. Right. And it was, it was, it was really cool. I liked that shot. But I mean, there's a lot of good Thunder players I like. Like I've really enjoyed watching the the Thunder this year. Yeah, um, and in general, a lot of basketball has really been really good. Um, mm-hmm. Another a little tip for people out there that don't have cable like me 
is NBA has a YouTube channel, and the next day after a game, they'll just put up the highlights for every game. And then they have, like, the top plays of the week. They do all kinds of shit where you can watch, like, a lot of fucking basketball for free on YouTube. And I do that shit all the time. Yeah. Because I didn't watch, for instance, the Warriors-Bucks game last night. But today I just watched the highlights of it. And I was like, man, Giannis is so dope. Do you think that Paul George is better than Kevin Durant? No. No? And it... <laughs> Not even close. So explain that a little bit to me. Uh, I think Kevin Durant. Well, it depends on what you mean the best, right? Well, or I'm whatever. talking about but all, I think of all around you, player. I think when you say best, you mean if right now everyone goes off of a team and you're going to draft players right now, Kevin Durant's probably number one taken because he's younger than Dur- than LeBron James. He'll be in his prime probably a little bit longer. And he just prototypically, he's a seven-foot guy so who's basically how a shooting much, guard. How much better is he than Paul George? Percentage-wise, I don't know how, yeah, how it, to rate that necessarily. It, is he, I mean, how much better? Is it, is, is it well, like, if a they little bit? Is it a, a lot? On, I don't think it's that much is the, is the case I'm making. The more see, I, I think it, it is. I think it's a lot. The more I've seen Paul George on the Thunder, before Paul George was on the Thunder, I would argue, sure, they're comparable, but I've seen Paul George, and he cannot score like Kevin Durant on a consistent basis. And Kevin Durant, since he's been in the Warriors, has learned how to play defense better where he could legitimately be a play center and be the – most intimidating deep range center of all time, but Kevin Durant can play like four positions. I don't know; it's crazy. I don't know. I don't have that much faith faith in. KD I don't even like Kevin Durant, but I understand that he's. I think Paul George's defense is way better than. If they're playing a one-on-one game to a hundred, I take Kevin Durant. That, if you're choosing drafting, I would take Kevin. Like I don't know of any scenario. And again, I like Paul George more than Kevin Durant personally. But as far as like who's better, like on the list of all times and on their skills or NBA 2K rating, uh, I don't think anyone would choose Paul George. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's that. But then again, Paul George's defense has gotten real good Dude, this his, year. His defense is incredible. It's, last it's hella smothering. But hmm. so is Kevin. Kevin Durant's defense could be good too because he has like a seven. Not like Paul George's. Not like Paul George's. It could be better. Like, but it's not. It could be, but it's not even close. <laughs> See, I would the say same. if them two play each other, Durant probably blocks Paul George more than Paul George would block Kevin Durant. That's a defensive thing, but stills, I guess Paul George has the upper hand there. Uh, yeah, I, and I would say Paul George has probably just as good, if not better, handles. Maybe. I mean, but he's also six inches shorter, so that typically does happen. PG's six nine. Is he? Yep. He doesn't look that tall. Yeah, he's six nine. I don't know. On the games, he looks like him and Russell look like the same height whenever they show him in the warm-ups. Which, I mean, Katie's, you know, seven. He's seven foot. foot. Yeah. He says he's 6'10", but and he's the, not. And, and I'm, I'll be honest, that's just being a, a homer. and <laughs> It's an Oklahoma City homer thing. I understand that. But, but really, I don't think that KD is really like head and shoulders way into infinity and beyond better than Paul George. And I think I, I'm glad that we're we have Paul George. We're pretty spoiled. Oh yeah, I mean I think it was great to. I mean all things clear, it's been a real fun journey. And I'm not saying I would trade them, but Kevin Durant is better. It just as scoring and scoring is like super important in the NBA yeah. today. Whatever. Yeah. So, um, but then again, I watched the Warriors not have Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. Sometimes did good and sometimes I mean he always played well, but sometimes they won, sometimes they didn't. Yeah. You know? But he also averaged like forty points a game or some shit. Yeah. Um, 
I'm sure there's other basketball shit, but I haven't. I don't have anything I've written down in front of me. Um, I know the Lakers are starting to finally play better. I know there's been some trades happening in the East. Like George, George Hill got traded to the Bucks. Mm. Um, I really like Giannis on the Bucks these days. I, I just enjoy watching because he fucking takes three steps and he gets from like half court to the rim, and it's yeah. just like it's fucking weird. He's freaky, freaky looking dude. Freak, freak. And he came out all against rivals working out together. Like he doesn't want to work out with LeBron. He's like, why are they friends in the off season? I'm like, yeah. I like that attitude. Got you. All right, man. I say let's get to our top five list. Let's do it. This week we did top five sci-fi movies. Every week won't be movies. It's just easier for people to do movies because everyone's watched movies, whereas not everyone watches TV shows or video games or the other shit we do. Um, now, sci-fi, my wife was trying to help me with this list a little bit, and you know, she basically thinks sci-fi has to be aliens or in the future. Or maybe just aliens. I don't know. She, That was basically her thought of sci-fi stuff. And I was like, I just think there has to be some sort of scientific rules. And then there's maybe some use of technology. Uh, it could be a lot of different things. But fantasy is not sci-fi. So like, that's the one, yeah, one thing um, that's not. Did you look at any list? Um, I mean, I looked through like Ranker.com gotcha. sort okay. of thing. Yeah. You know, where they have all the lists. Yeah, and I kind of was like, you know, if it didn't really show up. You know, and some weird things that I seen on there were like X Men or Spawn. I try to stay away from any like superhero. Yeah, I didn't type count thing. any. Now, like Guardians of the Galaxy, sure. I mean, I, that's you know, kind of sci fi. But yeah, I also didn't include any superhero sort of thing. And that's just, I, I kind of included what if I saw it was like, ooh, that's my shit, right? Yeah, like I would include it. Now, um, I might have already mentioned this in the podcast, but like Star Wars and Star Trek's not my shit. So, like, when I started going through this list, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't even like all the shit that, like, I was on the top of the list for all of this. So, yeah, my list might be kind of strange. Yeah, for no, um, yeah, for sure. Like, di- total disclaimer, I don't have 2001 A Space Odyssey. Right. Like, I've never seen five. it. <laughs> but I did notice that my list kind of tended to be, like, older sci-fi, more right. of, like, a nostalgia sci-fi. Then I didn't really, like, give it a lot of credit to maybe, like, some new sci-fi that is just as good. Because I wasn't sure about it yet, so right. but not too old. Where like the sci-fi, I didn't watch it. So if that makes sense, I'm almost thirty. If that helps. <laughs> yes, and I am thirty. So just so everyone knows, that's the range we're working yeah. with. Yeah, <laughs> we're working with what we got. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So what did you have as your number five? Number five. Um, I came in with Godzilla. Which one? Um, I'm actually. For this list, I liked the most recent one the best. With Brian Cranston? Yes. Okay, I haven't seen it, but I heard it was really good. I liked it. Um, I I really did like the 98 one, too. It's super cheesy. It's really actually probably not a good movie. Yeah, Matthew Broderick one? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But um, because I was so young, like I really liked oh, it. Oh, yeah, it was and a I big thought, deal. I thought it was pretty badass. It was definitely was a big deal. And then at the end, there was all the eggs, and you're like, they're doing a sequel. And they blew up Madison Square Garden. Um, you know, it's a creature that spawned from our nuclear waste or, right. you know, Honestly, a I balanced love creature. the idea of Godzilla from the Japanese point of view yeah. of how, like, artistic that fucking movie is of, like, it is the, like, representation of the nuclear bomb, right? Like, that is what Godzilla is, um, you know, coming and destroy Tokyo. 
but we definitely are like monster movie in yeah. America. It, it has nothing to do with any of that. Yeah, yeah. Really. It got very Americanized. Yeah. Um. So I remember always seeing the old ones though and not loving the. I'm like, it looks so cheesy, but not realizing well that was because it was made fucking thirty years ago, right? <laughs> like the originals. Um. But yeah, uh, Godzilla is not a horrible choice. I would add more, but I just don't know a lot about it. Yeah. Um. And you know, I thought the the special effects were pretty good. Um, especially in the new one and what the, what they did in the new one and kind of was different from the 98 one is in 98 um they I think they killed Godzilla in the end and in the new one they um Godzilla like kills other creatures spoiler alert right and uh but he's like the good Godzilla right. and now they got Godzilla and King Kong and I'm really glad that they're like doing all that kind of universe so, yeah, so see, that's kind of why I put it in my top five. The whole Godzilla King Kong thing I remember thinking like well Godzilla's humongous compared to King Kong. But from what I understand, in King Kong's go on, they made him bigger so that they could, it would work better or whatever. Yeah. Because King Kong can climb the fucking Empire State Building and Godzilla's big, as big as the Empire State Building. Yeah. So I was always like, um, yeah. how's this all gonna work? Yeah. Alright, my number five is a favorite of mine from a, from when I was a kid. Uh, I'm gonna go with Short Circuit. Mm, yep. I'm gonna say Short Circuit is sci-fi because Johnny Five was a robot oh, that yeah. we did not have. Um, I just watched it a lot as a child. I really enjoyed Johnny Five is Alive, you know, all that. And then in hindsight, knowing that that Indian dude wasn't Indian, he was actually a white guy in brown face <laughs> doing an accent yeah. is also funny now. Some people would say it is offensive now, but I think it is funny. Um, do you remember Short Circuit? Oh, yeah, definitely. came out in 1986. Um, yeah, it was... Uh... He was such a cool character to love. Right. Well, like, he was awesome. It was also because it looks, it is so cheesy and dumb. But also, I don't know. When you're a kid, it's all fucking, it doesn't matter. Right. You're just like, yes. Yeah, I love that it's like, it, he's like a robot that gets struck by lightning and now he's like cool. Right. It's so. like all the rest are evil, but now he's a cool one because right. lightning changes everything. It's like, a, it's kind of like the Iron Giant, too, where he like gets the dent on the head. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh. I actually watched The I'm Iron cool Giant now. last night at my nephew's birthday party. Hell yeah, that's what's up. Starring Vin Diesel as The Iron Giant, for anyone <laughs> that doesn't know that. Um, all right, what is your number four? Uh, number four, man, I had such a tough time with this list. I know, Billy. Um, I, I have a, a ton of like sci-fi movies, too. It basically was like a list of 20. Number four, 1982 with Baby Drew Barrymore. I put E.T. Okay. Steven Spielberg. Spoiler, it's not my only Steven Spielberg movie on this list. Um, yeah, in 1994, it was selected for preservation right. uh, by the Smithsonian, I think, for like um, cultural impact or something like that. So I thought it was cool. Like the kids were with the alien and they were like against the bad guys that were trying to kidnap them and so on and so forth. So as a kid, when that came out, I really related to that. And w I watched it with my kids and it was so funny when E.T.'s, like, in the fucking river. He's, like, all gray and dead, and it's such a morbid scene. I was like, God dang, I never realized right. that's kind of horrific. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember watching it as a kid and kind of liking it. My mom acted like, or I feel like my mom's acted like I liked it more than I remember me liking it. <laughs> yeah. I remember me being like, I don't really like it that much. But um, I guess I might have. I remember I really liked fucking Reese's Pieces, and so therefore I was like, cool. Cool. Represent Reese's Pieces in this. I like this. This is good. <laughs> That's my favorite part. <laughs> but I remember thinking he looks fucking weird. E.T.'s a weird looking alien. Yeah. But then again, something that 
in my sci-fi preference, I think it's cool whenever they could make aliens not look like humans. Because mm-hmm. like every alien and everything's like they have two arms and two legs and a weird head. Yeah, and it's like oh, but they're basically a human, right? Like I, I would enjoy it more if we could get some uh, weird fucking shaped alien creatures and some shit. Yeah. Um, my number four is also an older movie. I like the way we're going with all older movies so far. Um, and this is one my wife told me she did not think was a sci-fi movie, but I say it has one major piece of technology that makes it one, and that's going to be Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. You know, um, that's pro- that's on my, my 20 list, and it was pretty close up there to, like, my honorable mentions. Right. Um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is great. I understand it's not your typical sci-fi but they clearly get shrunk by a fucking ray that doesn't exist. Yeah. A weapon of some sort. And then, the, honestly, the whole Honey, I whatever right. franchise is great. Honey, right. I blew up the kids. Honey, I shrunk ourselves. I enjoyed all of it. Like, it was all great to me. Um, I just fucking liked Rick Moranis, I believe his name was, um, in that whole role. I enjoyed when they got to fucking, there was the ants. I don't know. Just everything about Honey, I shrunk the kid was great. Yeah, uh, I, I would definitely consider that a sci-fi um. Yeah, I think it's more towards the science part than the fiction part. Right. And um. Yeah, it just I don't have a whole lot to say, I guess, about it in general. Just that. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. I was thinking for a second is right. I actually gave a lot of shout out and a lot of love to uh, movies that had sequels or had or a part like of a series. I noticed that in a lot of the sci-fi and most of my top five are like that. Even like the Godzilla one. I right, mean, what is your number three coming in at number three? I did Back to the Future. Okay. One. And, uh, yeah, I just I just went with one. Okay. For the sake of the uh, the whole series, um, yeah, just being a kid, it was like, or in the sci fi realm, I like, especially today with it being an older movie, um, I like that you can look back and be like, oh, this is what they thought it would be like these days, right? You know, and and you you live past where the movie was supposed to be or whatever, and um. So that it has an interesting like play on that in the entire series where like, oh, this is what the future is supposed to be like, you know, or whatever. And um, so, yeah, but just it definitely has time travel. Uh, so I would consider it science fiction. Very popular. I watched it a thousand times as a kid. Marty McFly was the shit. Right. I mean, who didn't think Marty McFly was cool? Going back, going back, seeing your relatives and like changing time. And like being responsible for that as a kid is way better than going well, to school or being boring. I also think it's fun to know now that that's someone else cast in the role that Michael J. Fox does. And the movie was almost done. And then they canceled that guy and got Michael J. Fox and refilmed the whole thing at night just to put him in the movie. Nice. Because he was still working for Family Ties or whatever he was on at the time. Uh, and so they had like work around that. Gotcha. Um, so there's a lot of fun like facts about that, sh- about the movie. I, I think it's kind of weird he fucks his mom or almost fucks his mom or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But it it is funny or whatever. I don't like how he's still Chuck Berry. Like he's they make sure that like well a white guy invents rock and roll music and uh, this yeah. timeline, which I know like and I don't really care about the racial aspect. I just have always been someone who has known who Chuck Berry is. And right. Be like I truly feel like he doesn't get enough attention right for what right. he did. Yeah. And it's like the Marty McFly song. No, that's fucking Chuck Berry. Bitch. Right. And. <laughs> I did. I did like the second one more. I always fucking like the second one. The third one's trash, in my opinion. And the Back to the Future ride at Universal Studios Hollywood was one of the best rides I've ever rode. Nice. You got in a DeLorean, and there were fucking screens on all the windows, and then it would rock and shit, and you'd 
thought you were fucking chasing Biff or whatever. Yeah, and I'm glad you mentioned the DeLorean. That was pretty iconic of like a right supposed to be future age ends up being retro. Yeah, um, I, I'm a big I'm I enjoyed it when I was a kid. I don't look back on Back to the Future of like that's my shit, but I do I did like it when I was young. Do you um do you follow any of the dark like conspiracy theories on any of the Back to the Futures? I don't guess so. You should look into a couple of them sometime. Okay. Or I'll send you some information on them. Excellent. Boom. Getting, I'm telling you, we're trying to go to InfoWars 2 here. So, so, so new, <laughs> the new name of our podcast. So what was yours? Uh, my number three um, is a movie that got horrible reviews and no one liked, and it's called Ender's Game. Mm, uh, I've seen that on, on list. I haven't seen it, though. Yes, and... The books I read afterwards, and the books I love, and I'm sure that's influencing the movie on my gotcha. list, but the movie was good enough that I watched it and immediately was like, I want to read all the books. Yeah. Because I thought the movie was that good. It has like a twist I don't want to ruin, but it's not your typical like, let's go kill all the aliens sort of story, right? There's like a, a lesson involved at the end, and um, I don't know, it's just cool, and Orson Scott Carter wrote this in like the 80s and he like in predicted tablets like the kids are in a fucking space school using tablets yeah. or whatever and so there's just cool shit like that involved in it um I guess a big part of it is they play this like I can't remember what it's called right now like a space war game with like in zero gravity and they're they're shooting each other and stuff so it's all based on this game this sport and training is it a girl no okay. the main character is a, a boy um and like I so said the books they it it gets crazy. If the movie would have done well, I'm sure they would have kept the kept them going, but they just didn't do well. People didn't like it. So, yeah. um, but I would recommend it. I think it is very impactful, um, and I think a lot of people could enjoy it. So check that shit out. All right, ready for number two? Number two. Um, number two, I put Blade Runner. Okay. And uh, you know that was that was pretty solidified in a lot of uh, lists that I've seen. Right, and um, that actually kind of surprised me. I thought it was still more of like a underground type thing, I guess. And here's the thing with the with Blade Runners: I actually didn't see Blade Runner until about I want to say five years ago, right? Five or six years ago. Um, so that that's the thing with that. But yeah, I mean the it the it's been connected to the Alien universe officially. There's right. a there was mentions uh, in an Alien movie. Of the Tyrell Corp, who are the people that make the robots in Blade Runner, um, but yeah, I mean robots versus people. Um, the twenty forty nine, I had to just include kind of both of them in there. Correct. Um, I was a huge fan of twenty forty nine. I think they did a great job, and it was just crazy how much of the storyline there was left to uh, to continue, like right where they left off. They didn't really have to like come up with a whole new movie. You know, they really tied the second one into the first one a lot. Yeah, I it, didn't see the the new one. Um, they, yeah. they did cheat because they're like, oh, there was a blackout. We lost all the information. And this is after that. And then, like, once, you know, they, like, fast forward you through that, you know, then they did a good job. Right. Yeah, I know a lot of people love it. To me, I see Blade Runner as, like, kind of like a hipster pick to people. Like, Internet-wise, like, right, everyone is like, we no fucking Blade Runner. And it's like... Okay, I don't know. That's just how just one of those sort of movies to yeah. me, right? Um, but I've also I saw like once back in the day. Never really thought about it much since, so it just isn't on my radar. Yeah, like I said, I was a huge fan of it, and I was surprised at how much clout it got in a lot of the other lists that I looked at. Right. Yeah, I always see it very high. Um, 
my number two is one that, again, I think some people would claim is not sci-fi, but there is a time machine, so I think it qualifies in the same way that Back to the Future qualifies, and that is going to be Idiocracy. So Idiocracy is this movie from Mike Judge, and I bring it up all the time on this podcast because it's one of my favorite movies. And Luke Wilson is just your average man in current time periods, right? And then he hits in a time machine, goes however far in the future to where all the dumb people out the smart people. And there's so many dumb people that the whole world are dumb. And then Luke Wilson, average guy now, is a genius in the future. And it is fucking funny as shit. It is. It just proves all kinds of points. It says a lot, right? But it's also really funny. Like, it's just amazing. If you haven't seen Idiocracy, find a way to watch it. I would highly, highly recommend it. Hell yeah. Um, had haven't seen it, so oh, man. Hello. So trying to liaison the pickup of one kid from one person to another without being there, so because they couldn't call each other. That would be really hard. <laughs> All right. So, Idiocracy, um, everyone check that shit out. And what is your number one favorite sci-fi movie? Uh, this is, I mean, it, it goes to the series, but I put down Terminator 2. Okay. Yeah. So, um, it was the highest gro- grossing movie when it came out in 91. Uh, Edward Furlong was in it. And for the longest time, like he was like my celebrity look like, I guess. I would get that like all the fucking time. I even got it like. Oh, when is that he was the in, bad guy? The Kearns of Liquid? No, he's a little kid. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then he was in, I would get it when he was in American History X too, mm. as well. Um, but now that he's gotten older, I d- he looks like completely different. It's kind of weird. And so I don't get that anymore. Um, but yeah, I mean, just a, a machine, it, it was really like on the science part, was on par. I mean, like giving a program the keys to the nukes. You know, right. um, is definitely something that's plausible, and artificial intelligence taking over is definitely something that's plausible. And it's weird because it came out the second one came out in '91. So, I mean, they were talking about software taking over back in the '80s, which is kind of crazy to think about coming well, up on 2020 being still kind of like even more relevant type of thing. Yeah, well, I don't want to give so, Terminator credit for it because I'm pretty sure that there were sci-fi writers from like the '50s already predicting oh, yeah, that shit sure. somehow. Yeah. And I don't even understand because they even understand what computers were yet. Right, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. they're smart fucks. Oh, yeah. Um, the Terminator, my thought, because as a kid, of course, I watched it. You know, Terminator was cool. Arnold Schwarzenegger was a big fucking deal. Um, Terminator 1, he was the bad guy. Yeah. And then Terminator 2, he was the good guy. And I remember thinking, like, this is making any fucking sense. Now, <laughs> I know as now because I've, I've watched this, watched them and I understand the timeline, how it all works, why it works out. But as a kid, you're like, this is stupid. They just changed it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I remember just something about that really threw me off when I was younger. And I worked at the movie theater whenever Terminator Salvation came out. Mm-hmm. And I thought that one was real cool, but people didn't like it or whatever. So yeah, I liked uh, I'm just off on all these movies, I guess. <laughs> Speaking on the series, I like uh, Salvation. I actually liked Terminator 3 as well, Rise of the Machines, which is like considered the worst one right. out of the series. But they were basically like stuck that they had to like make that one because it was like basically uh, when the bombs fall. 
Right. And then um, the newest one, Genesis, I was I really liked, and they do like a lot of stuff. It's really weird because time travel being like the main thing of it, they stayed like really linear. Right. Like it was like, oh, if you do this, you save the future. If you do this, you save the future. Linear, linear, linear. And then in Genesis, it's like all kinds of crazy fucked up. And you're like, oh, well, it's kind of weird that they took like five or six movies to make like a crazy time like well, where there's like different scenarios and all this other crazy shit. Well, see, like I think I would personally, I mean, the way you word it, and I haven't seen it, so I don't really know. I think you have to stick to one or the other. It's rather multiple timelines, and you can go around the different timelines like a bracket, you know, like an opposite of a college bracket, or you have to be it's one string, and whatever you do already happened on the string, and therefore you just fulfilled the prophecy of the timeline string, right? Like, I, will, I prefer that sort of. There's already one timeline. I will agree, and what I'll say to that is in Terminator, the the one that I said before where it's just like that they stuck to before, where it was just like do this and fix, do this right. and fix, that was implied. It was never like I see. set in stone, right. right? And so they left it open so that they could do that. And it, it was just, it surprised me being a, a fan of the series. My number one is one that uh, I think's really great. I'm sure people out there really just in their cars and they're like, it's got to be Star Wars. It's got to be Star Trek. And they're like, no, no. Mo loves Stargate, the television show. But guess what? It's not Stargate the movie because that shit's whack compared to the TV show. The TV show is where it's at. <laughs> My number one is going to be Starship Troopers. Really? Because Starship Troopers is the best. Um, it has Neil Patrick Harris. And is I enjoyed him. General? No, no. He is the guy from How I Met Your Mother and Dookie Hauser. Ah. But he's just like some nerd or whatever in the yeah. shit. And. Anyway, if you're not familiar with Starship Troopers, it's set in a future where we're at war with a bug, aliens on another fucking planet. And there's this dude, and I can't remember, Pow Wow would be all pissed because he could fucking, he knows like all the names of the characters. Um, this dude who's like a football star in high school, he graduates and he's going to go fucking enlist in the army because it's probably like an allegory for fucking World War II or some shit or Vietnam. Probably more Vietnam because we're going off somewhere else and messing with shit that don't really got to do with us. Um, anyway, they go fight the fucking bugs. And anyway, it's just great. And there's like tits in it. So me as like a 10-year-old watching Starship Troopers are like, if you went to the army, you can just see girls naked taking a shower because that's how that movie portrayed the army. So I remember that was like the only thing that ever interested me in the military. So anyway, those are what stand out to me about Starship Troopers, enough to make it number one. Tits, insect bugs, going to war, future football. Um, Yeah, Starship Troopers, great. The uh, the tattoos in there were pretty sweet. The laser tattoos, I don't know if you remember yes, those. Yes, The laser tattoos were sweet. With the, the big brain bug was sweet when they dr- stuck that drill in it and yeah, sucked all the out. information yep. out. I originally had Starship Troopers as my number four. Um, but when I started looking at list over the grand scheme of things, I just didn't have a bunch of confidence in it. Well, honestly, I didn't care about any fucking here's, list. Here's the thing: I went 500 deep on that ranker list, yeah. and still was like, <laughs> I don't like any of this shit. 
Do you have any affiliation with the sequels, trequels? Nope, never watched any of them. <laughs> that was that was the thing too. Like I said about the series, that kind of killed it for me. It was like, well, man, if we were doing favorite I didn't like the second series, one. No, no, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. But yeah, I was just saying I had it originally in my top four, and I'll give a shout out to the Fifth Element as well. See, I remember um, everyone loving that or acting like they love it. But I remember again, well, that was when I watched when I was young, and I was like, hey, none of this shit makes sense to me. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't smart enough when I watched it. But I was just like, it's fucking naked girl with fucking toilet paper all over and fucking dude from Friday acting a fool. <laughs> a <laughs> I was like, fool. that was really my thought process on it. Um, <laughs> some of my honorable mentions, and I mean, of course, you have some as well. The Matrix is great. Yeah, that's on my long list. And I wanted to put it, but the first one's so good, and I just wish they never made the second and third. Yeah. Um, that would have helped. Um, the movie Looper, I thought was really cool, but I fucking hate Bruce Willis yeah. just in general. I just don't think he's a good actor or good in anything he's in. So I didn't put that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Jurassic Park, a lot of my friends loved it, yeah. but it just, I didn't love it as much as they did. So I felt like a fraud if I put that, um, and then Galaxy Quest, I actually really liked, <laughs> yeah. but that's more of a comedy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just didn't seem to fit as well. Um, and then I really liked Chappie. Which is from the guy who made District Nine, and District Nine is really cool too. That's yeah. like the more celebrated one. Yeah. But I like Chappie a lot. And then Phenomenon, the John Travolta movie, hmm. I just really fucking liked when I was younger, and I have it on DVD. Yeah. Because in college it was a fun get stone and watch this movie where John Travolta gets struck by lightning and now has superpowers. Hell yeah. So any any we missed here? Um, I you know I put I don't know um, RoboCop. Yeah, RoboCop's dope, for sure. Men in Black, Independence Day. I did have Men in Black here, yeah. Oh, Power Wow loves Independence Day. That's his all-time favorite movie. So, um, But I just think it's not as good as he remembers. Yeah. But he's also seen it 300 fucking times. <laughs> and then Ghostbusters, Total Recall. And then I put, if I had to pick one out of the Star Wars, Episode One. I'm not a huge Star Wars follower, though. Of, like, Phantom Menace? Yeah, or... uh. Pod racing's cool. Um, honestly, I hate the fact that everyone hates Jar Jar Binks. I thought he was fucking pretty entertaining. The only problem with the prequels is all the Senate, Senate meetings. Mm -hmm. Like they're like, <laughs> we're gonna be in the government. Yeah. And I was explaining to my wife how like the whole Metaclorians thing happened. Of like, you know, for years the original trilogy. It was like any boy could be a Jedi, mm -hmm. and then the prequels happened, and they were like, here, Anakin, let's test your blood. Yeah. And they go, oh, you have the most metachlorians, and then people lost their shit about it. Uh, they were like... I'm not in on that, so... They were like, but, but if you believed, you would have the Force. What uh, do you mean there's a blood test? Gotcha. And so like, that's why people hated it originally. Yeah. Was that? that was that. And I'm like, that's crazy. Um, I just think it was their fleshing out their world, but... I like the Star Wars video games. I just really don't like the movies. I think they're not really sci-fi. They're more fantasy and yeah. to me. But neither here nor there. Some Star would say Trek, that's blasphemy. <laughs> Star Trek, I want to like. Yeah. It's just so boring. But yeah. I know like the idea of it's really good. Well, if you like Galaxy Quest, it's close enough. Right. Now, TV <laughs> shows, I'm all about that. Just movies aren't my shit. Like, I love Stargate TV show. The Orbo's coming back, and I enjoy that. Um, pretty much any science fiction TV show, I'm I'm all on board. Just movies in general, as I've gotten older, I just don't care about an hour and a half. I, want, I need more commitment in my life. You know, I need like a good 10, 10 episodes. 
All right, man. You got anything else you need to bring up? Nope. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you having on. Um, I'm early in this podcast to talk about an idea I had. I'm just going to go ahead and say what the idea is because I don't know if I'm ever going to do it. And I would love to have where I could have people's music, um, you know, like go to Reddit or wherever and have people submit music to where we could just do an episode of nothing but their music and then me and you, or maybe I can get skinny because he likes music, convince him to get on somebody, get on here and be like, you know, give our opinions of this music. Now, I feel like pretty confident I could get enough people to give me music for at least one episode. I just don't know if I could get a good enough steady stream of music to make it a regular thing. And if we couldn't, then I don't think it's really worth it. So I don't know if I'm going to do it or not, but that is my idea at the moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did. I did have one more thing. What's up? And it's quick. <laughs> we talk about memes and stuff. Yes, and now there was someone I have to bring up to you. <laughs> have well. you seen the video? <laughs> Do you know who Daddy Longneck is? Yes, I'm so glad. This is exactly what me and Snappy <laughs> talked about earlier, and I wanted to bring up to you. What are your opinions on this whole neck thing? Uh, have you seen the wide neck, long neck, or long yeah, yeah. neck? That's video? already been brought up on this episode. I've never used the phrase "I can't even," but bro, oh my god, I that, stopped that it after video. they started talking words. He's like. <laughs> That fucking wide neck. He don't want the smoke. <laughs> right. That is the only part of the video I actually have, <laughs> have, have heard. And then I stopped it. Oh, my God. Now, my point earlier in this podcast is I, after the first day, have not found any of the neck stuff funny. But I realized the rest of the internet, for some reason, has. I just don't think it's a good meme. I don't think it holds up. I don't think there's replay value in the neck guy mugshot meme. And I know you're very into the memes as well, so you may disagree. But well, well, yeah, I mean, I thought it was okay. You know, I don't think right. it should be like it would make my top five or anything. You know, of the month, right? <laughs> but, but I thought it was funny. But seeing him in that video with that other kid, what's so like pathetic and I guess funny about it is like somehow, like I don't even know how they like met. Right. Well, someone on the internet was like, there could be money to be made here. Let's get these two together. Like, do they live in the same city or they were like, they literally don't have anything to do. And this is like, this is their meal ticket now. Like, and I wouldn't, I don't really think like that, you know, so, but they had to like go all out and meet the other neck guy and make like a neck reunion video. And it's just, it blows my mind completely. If this was not now, right? If If this was 10, 20 years, let's say 20 years ago before the internet really blew up like it is now. These guys could still be famous. They would just be on the talk show circuit. Right. And they'd be like, and today on Mari, the freak shows and whatever. And the <laughs> yeah. guy was like, my girl fucking leave me because I got a long neck. And then that would be like the whole episode. Right? Yeah. And they'd be like, and you think you've seen everything. Look at wide neck. Yeah. And they would bring wide neck out. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, the internet just made it different now. Yeah. Everybody does I don't it know if it's good or bad though. I'm just not sure. Um, all right, this week, on as far as the beat playing, this will be the first beat uh, of my kind of better shit. I don't know what to fucking call it. Um, and these I have all on uh, YouTube. So you can go on fucking YouTube and check this shit out if you would like. And I got these cool videos I made. Um, but anyway, that's all I got, man. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Peace. Peace.
makes beats. 